Let's talk about love. Let's talk about money. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about drugs. Let's talk about you. Let's talk about me. Let's talk about us. Let's talk about we. Let's talk about you, let's talk about me, let's talk about us, let's talk about we, let's talk about wealth, let's talk about greed, let's talk being broke, living in poverty, let's talk about black, let's talk about white, let's talk about how we still fight for our rights, let's talk government, sex schemes and drugs, and let's talk about God, let's talk about love, let's discuss our feelings. Hey y'all, welcome to Blessed to BS. I'm your cousin in Christ, Wantra Levette, and this is Bougie Bible Studies. If you are new here, I'd like to welcome you to the best Bible study class that you will ever come across. If you are not new here, then you already know how we get down over here at Blessed to BS each week as we dive into the Bible, a chapter a week, and get the exciting, exhilarating story that led us into just believing that Jesus Christ is the way and that's just what it is you know at the end of the day we all have an option and we all have a choice and choose to praise and glorify something or someone and for me it is the creator that created me the one that I hear about the one that I learn about the one that's taught about the one that is magnificent holy and everything else that we read about in the Bible today and so your girl is just here being a vessel for the Lord doing the work Diving in the Bible, understanding the stories, getting the inside of the stories, and this just really putting them together and allowing God to speak to my life for what he's doing for me in my life today. And I really hope you're doing the same. So welcome one, welcome all. Come on, we're all related through Christ. Some way, somehow, we are all connected in this world. Pick up your Bible, join us. You can read out of any version you choose to read out of. I choose to read and study out of the NIV version. It just speaks more to me. And yeah, it just sits right with me in my spirit. So if you've been rocking with us, then you already know that last week's episode was our first introduction into learning about Saul and his conversion into Paul. And you guys have to go check that episode out if you really want to um, catch up with us for today. Because today we will be in Acts chapter 16. So it did jump a few chapters, but nevertheless, it's just guiding us in the Bible. Basically, what we should know and what's being taught today so a lot of things do sound familiar as we read them and a lot of things are coming into play and it's like oh yeah it makes sense oh I remember when that scripture was thrown out to me or I remember that person saying something about the scripture so it's just all kind of tying in together of a Christianity our spiritual walk with the Lord by reading the Bible you know just by having that relationship with God from reading the Bible and just studying the Bible or just diving in the Bible however you choose to do that you know relationship with God with our creator is very vital it's bigger than religion I don't even like to speak about religion because there's so many different kinds of religion that's being pulled from this person or this person or this place or this place and I like to just think that we are all connected through God some way somehow no matter how we identify the creator no matter what name we call him he's just the one and and I like to think that you know mother nature the one the holy spirit and the devil you know that they're just all in one and the bible just opens up that doorway for us to really 
find who we are and our purpose in life and so yeah i like to welcome you your girl is very excited to be um, taking on this journey of reading the bible and i really hope that you enjoy me reading the bible to you so if you are ready go ahead and grab your bible grab your notes grab your papers pens whatever it is that you may need for today's episode again we are in acts chapter 16 and the title for today is Paul's Macedonian call and a jailbreak. Let's find out what this is all about. If you are ready, I'm ready and let's go. Acts 19 verse 1, Timothy joins Paul and Silas. Paul came to Derby and then to Lystra where a disciple named Timothy lived, whose mother was Jewish and a believer, but who, whose father was a Greek. The believer at Lystra and Iconium spoke well of him. Paul wanted to take him along on the journey, so he circumcised him because of the Jews who lived in that area, for they all knew that his father was a Greek. As they traveled from town to town, they delivered the decisions reached by the apostles and elders in Jerusalem for the people to obey. So the churches were strengthened in the faith and grew daily in numbers okay so sounds like on his way to derby paul ends up picking up somebody by the name of timothy so let's continue verse six paul's vision of the man of macedonian paul and his companions traveled throughout the region of phygia and galatia having been kept by the holy spirit from preaching the word in the province of asia when they came to the border of Mycenae, they tried to enter Bithynia, but the Spirit of Jesus would not allow them to. So they passed by Mycenae and went down to Troas. During the night, Paul had a vision of a man of Macedonia standing and begging him, Come over to Macedonia and help us. After Paul has seen the vision, we got ready at once to leave for Macedonia, concluding that God had called us to preach the gospel to them. Verse 11, Lydia's conversion in Philippi. From Troas, we put out to sea and sailed straight for Samothrace. And the next day we went on to Neapolis. From there, we traveled to Philippi a Roman colony and the leading city of that district of Macedonia. And we stayed there several days. On a Sabbath, we went outside the city gate to the river where we expected to find a place of prayer. We sat down and began to speak to the women who had gathered there. One of the women listening was a woman from the city of Thyatira named Lydia a dealer in purple cloth. She was a worshiper of God. The Lord opened her heart to respond to Paul's message. When she and the members of her household were baptized, she invited us to her home. If you consider me a believer in the Lord, she said, come and stay at my house. And she persuaded us. Verse 16, Paul and Silas in prison. 
Once, when we were going to the place of prayer, we were met by a female slave who had a spirit by which she predicted the future. She earned a great deal of money for her own owners by fortune telling. She followed Paul and the rest of us shouting, these men are servants of the most high God who are telling you the way to be saved. She kept this up for many days. Finally, Paul became so annoyed that he turned around and said to the spirit, In the name of Jesus Christ, I command you to come out of her. At that moment, the spirit left her. When her owners realized that their hope of making money was gone, they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace to face the authorities. They brought them before the magistrates and said, These men are jewels and are throwing our city into an uproar by advocating customs unlawful for us Romans to accept or practice. The crowd joined in the attack against Paul and Silas, and the magistrates ordered them to be stripped and beaten with rods. After they had been severely flogged, they were thrown into prison, and the jailer was commanded to guard them carefully. Verse 24. When he received these orders, he put them in an inner cell and fastened their feet in the stocks. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the other prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly, there was such a violent earthquake that the foundations of prison were shaken. At once, all the prison doors flew open and everyone's chains came loose. The jailer woke up and when he saw the prison doors open, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself because he thought the prisoners had escaped. But Paul shouted, don't harm yourself. We are all here. The jailer called for lights, rushed in and fell trembling before Paul and Silas. He then brought them out and asked, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? They replied, Believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved, you and your household. Then they spoke the word of the Lord to him and all to the others in his house. At that hour of the night, the jailer took them and washed their wounds. Then immediately he and all his household were baptized. The jailer brought them into his house and set a meal before them. He was filled with joy because he had come to believe in God, he and his whole household. When it was daylight, the magistrates sent their officers to the jailer with the order, release those men. The jailer told Paul, the magistrates have ordered that you and Silas be released. Now you can leave, go in peace. But Paul said to the officers, they beat us publicly without a trial, even though we are Roman citizens and threw us into prison. And now do they want to get rid of us quietly? No, let them come themselves and escort us out. The officers reported to the magistrates and when they heard that Paul and Silas were Roman citizens, they were alarmed. They came to appease them and escorted them out from the prison, requesting them to leave the city. After Paul and Silas came out of prison, they went to Lydia's house where they met with the brothers and sisters and encouraged them. Then they left. And that's the end of chapter 16, you guys. Okay, let's break it down. Let's break it down. Let's break it down. Okay, so boom. Paul traveled all the way to Derby and then to Lystra where he found Timothy. 
because people around there were speaking really well of Timothy, Paul decided that he wanted Timothy to join his journey. Now, Timothy's mother was a Jew and his father was Greek. So prior to Timothy joining Paul on his journey, Paul decided to circumcise Timothy so that he can be properly cared for and he can go on a journey with Paul so that he can preach. Not only did they travel together, they also started to preach what the apostles and the leaders basically commanded them to do or say for the people to obey. So basically like the rulers of today or whatever. With that being said, that strengthened the church and the numbers grew. So churches were being formed and the numbers grew in the church. Then Paul's vision of the man in Macedonian. Him and his companions, they all traveled throughout the region of Phygia and Galatia, and they've been kept by the Holy Spirit from preaching the word of province. So they were trying to go into Bithynia, but the spirit of Jesus would not allow them to. So they passed to Mycenae and they went to Troas. And so during the night in Troas, Paul ends up having a vision of a man in Macedonia. And in that vision, the man is basically crying out to Paul that he needed to come out to Macedonia and preach the word of God because they needed help over there. So Paul felt like that was a vision from God and that he needed to go and preach in Macedonia. So right then that morning, they got up at once and they left for Macedonia. From Troas, they went out to the sea and they sailed through Samothrace. And the next day, they went to Neapolis. From there, they traveled to Philippi. So in Philippi, and they stayed there several days. So on a Sabbath, they figured that they would have a place to pray. You know, they figured like, we need a place to pray. There should be a place for us to go and worship. But in the midst of that, they just sat down and they end up talking and speaking and preaching. So the women started to gather around Paul and his companions as they spoke and talked. And one of those women that was listening she was from the city of Thyatira and her name was Lydia. Lydia was a worshiper of God. She believed in her heart wholeheartedly who God was and what he planned to do. And his whole thing was to come and save his people. Okay. And she was one of his people. So she was listening real close. So after they were speaking, she ends up inviting Paul them to her house. Her, her household, they got baptized. And so she invited Paul to her house so that they could have a place to sleep probably place to eat and everything so they wouldn't be on the street and so she basically persuaded them to come stay with her she did which was pretty cool and awesome so I didn't have to be on the street so shout out to Lydia now Paul and Silas ends up going to prison when they were traveling to the place of the prayer they were met by another female who was a psychic and she was basically a psychic she had the spirit of a, a fortune teller and in those times fortune tellers known are known to just have a spirit in them and if you had a spirit in you it was probably known for evil but even though she wasn't using it for evil or whatnot or who's to know what she was using it for she was a fortune teller which makes me understand that fortune tellers are real okay i just wanted to break that down i have no judgment against fortune tellers i don't know what the whole shebang is about whatever the case may be so please don't hurt me but on their way to where they was going to the place of prayer they was met by a lady who re like she was a 
she could see people she was she had a spirit in her and on her way she kept shouting these men are preaching the way to be saved she's basically telling the people like they are actually telling the truth how you could be saved but you know that ain't none of my business so she was following them around and she was just keeping it real like i don't know if they were scared of her or whatnot i don't even know why paul got annoyed with her but she was just basically telling them like like these men are really preaching the way to life to be saved so anyways Paul got so mad with her he turned around and he I mean he done commanded the spirit to come out of the lady so at once that spirit was out that lady and she no longer was a fortune teller all her powers was gone and the owners of that lady realized you know they couldn't get their fortune no more or couldn't know what was happening no more so they couldn't pay her no more so they was really upset so by them being upset they went and seized Paul and Silas they was like uh-uh y'all gotta go to jail so they took them to jail now they in jail Paul and Silas and while they in jail they're singing they're praising they're singing hymns they're praising God they're just you know shouting glorifying Jesus and they don't even care they're in prison right so boom at night it's an earthquake start shaking up the prison all the doors open boom all the doors open but they don't leave so the guard he he think that they left so he's about to kill himself he draw his sword he's about to take himself out paul ends up shouting out to the guard like don't do it like we are still here bro we did not leave okay we still in prison we right here so the jailer was like relieved and kind of shook like these men they came to prison they didn't really do anything wrong they just commanded the spirit to come out of a woman they didn't commit no crime they didn't do anything so i'm really like on their side because not only is they in prison but they didn't even flee when a whole earthquake just happened and this world just got shooken up so what can i do to be like you what gives me that peace what gives me that power what gives me that type of abundance that i won't be shaken up when an earthquake comes and paul basically tell the jailer like you need to believe in Jesus Christ and you and your family will be saved and boom that jailer was like say less I believe in Jesus Christ I believe in what you're saying and me and my household will be saved basically the jailer now is being nice to Paul and them and so now the magistrates they realized like, okay, it was an earthquake. These prisoners didn't even leave. Go ahead and release these guys. They didn't do anything, release them. So Paul like, hold up. Now the magistrates wanna release us and we Roman citizens and they called us a Jew, but we really Roman citizens and they did us like that. And they think that we gonna just leave peacefully. Paul like, uh-uh, I'm not, I'm not doing that. Matter of fact, tell them to come escort me out of this prison if they want me to leave. And so the jailer went back and told the magistrates what happened. And the magistrate's like, oh my God, they Roman. Oops, we didn't mean to do that. Oops, my bad. So they went to Paul and them and they was like, oh my bad. We sorry, we didn't mean to do that. But we still want you guys to leave. Paul and them, they end up saying, you know what? We about to go. But before they leave, they go to Lydia's house where they was already familiar with because Lydia invited them to their house at first. And so they went to Lydia's house. They ate, they, you know, they were there. They met with the brothers and sisters and they encouraged them and they preached and then they left that was pretty interesting that was pretty good it put things into context for me to make me understand all the things that paul went through even though we're still in the beginning and even though we skipped through a few chapters because i'm quite sure there is plenty of things that he did but this one speaks value because he actually went to continue to pick up people that were worshipers and that 
believed in the Lord. And so by him picking up Timothy and by him just continuing on to preach the word of God, it really shows Paul's conversion, how he no longer Saul anymore. Saul, he was the person that was murdering the people who love, love God. Paul, he's the one that's preaching the word of God. And it's pretty interesting how he met Lydia in Philippi. But yes, you guys, that was today's class, Acts 16. And it was pretty interesting how Paul ended up going to jail, him and Silas. And he didn't even leave jail when the jail opened. That says a lot about his faith and where he was at at that time. He was very much rooted and anchored in the Lord's word. And he didn't have no more ill intent in his body or harm. or He didn't, he didn't want to do any of those things. And he was very true to himself and very true to getting God's word out. He didn't even escape prison. So it's pretty interesting that even though some of the people were against Paul, where he were, he ended up turning some people as they were already worshipers. So he had the jailer, him and his household was baptized, as well as Lydia, her and her household was baptized. And so I feel amazing to know that even if you touch one person, even if one person convert themselves over from their old ways to their new ways, that is enough. God is like literally smiling down on just that one person. You don't need a whole city. You don't need a whole town. You don't need a whole community to believe that God is the way, the truth, and the life. The ones who believe, the ones who know, the ones who want to know, they will know. And I just so happen to be one of those persons. And I thank God that I want to know about him. I want to know about Jesus. I want to know the way, the truth, and the life because I do not want to live in this dark world without him. I just really don't. It's not giving me what I need without God. It's really not. Like life is not adding up without God for me. And I don't know if you feel that same way, but I'm here. I'm related through you through Christ and we're all related through Christ. So I just say as a cousin in Christ, I want you to understand how much God truly has a plan for you and whatever that plan may be. It's between you and God. It's not a meeting and it's not a conference call. It's between you and God and the relationship that you guys establish right now. And don't even put religion in the mix. Let's just dismiss religion right now. And let's just think about what kind of relationship can I form with God that's going to keep me prosperous and looking to him and leveling up my life today. That's the question that we all should ask ourselves. So until next time, you guys, I am your cousin in Christ, Wantro Levette. Go ahead and send this message to somebody who you feel may benefit from it or who just have a hard time reading the Bible, like your mom, your father, your brother, your sister, your grandma, your auntie, your uncle, your baby daddy, baby mama, your friend, cousins, whoever, whatever. You know, send this message. Maybe somebody may get something from it or maybe they just want to listen to the Bible and just have somebody good enough to read it to them where it keeps them interested and it keeps them diving and it keeps them coming back and you should too come back and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast don't forget to get your bible study reading cards all you have to do is pay for shipping and handling and i think it's like four dollars and you will get a bible study reading cards delivered to you so yes get your scriptures today let god deliver daily bread to you every day and again i'm your cousin in christ this has been blessed to be s And until next time, you guys, I will talk to you. Bye.